Thursday to all of y'all. This is the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. John Rawl, riding shotgun with you here. And we're going to be with you the next two hours, bringing you your feel of all things Southern. We've got plenty of headlines from across the region that we're about to dig into. And later this hour, we're going to look at some festivals going on across the South over the next few days and weeks. And have you been in western North Carolina recently? Well, the leaves will be changing in the mountains and across the Southland in a few weeks and months. And you might want to head on over to western North Carolina if you haven't been there lately before the onslaught of traffic hits the mountains and all the tourist areas in western North Carolina like Asheville and Boone, even to places like uh, Franklin, North Carolina is is a nice place to visit. Of course, the areas around North Carolina that are popular like Gatlinburg and other areas that are in North Georgia and such, well, they'll get real heavy with traffic as we get closer to October, but you might want to plan your trip now. Get there if you can now, or if you have to go when it's busy, we'll tell you some cool places to go in western North Carolina later this hour in our Dixie destination. In hour two, we're going to look at some brand new books, and I just got something. It was almost like Christmas in September. Mercer University Press sent me their catalog of all the books they've got. And while we often don't feature books from one publishing company, I thought that it would be a good thing to to peruse this catalog and tell you about some of the neat things coming from Macon, Georgia. So we'll have Mercer University's latest collections and some of the great reads available for you to check out in hour two in our buy the book feature where we look at new selections for those who like to read a book or two that'll be coming up and then in hour two the georgia bulldogs travel to the south carolina gamecocks this week and in our sec spotlight we'll focus on this major battle in the sec east the conference opener for both the gamecocks and the georgia bulldogs and we'll hear from the two coaches of the programs who not only played together at the University of Georgia, they coached together. In fact, at one time, Kirby Smart lived with Will Muschamp and his wife when they were both assistants at Valdosta State, and they've been friends for a long time, and now they'll put that friendship aside and coach against each other Saturday in Columbia as Georgia and South Carolina battle for SEC East supremacy And we'll preview that game. And, of course, there's more than just those two teams playing in the SEC this weekend. We'll tell you about all the other matchups you might want to be looking for. Is Mississippi State going to be able to survive a trip to Manhattan? No, not the one in New York. The one in Kansas. They got a battle with K-State this weekend. And they'll have Nick Fitzgerald back on their roster to help them in their effort to win. And there'll be other games going on. SEC-wise that we'll tell you about, and we'll also look at any other news and notes around the conference and more in Hour 2 of the Y'all Show. If you want to reach out to us here on the program, we welcome your input. Our number, 803-816-1170. On Twitter, you can find us at Y'all Show. We're on Instagram, and we're just growing like like uh, like little babies. Uh, babies grow up faster than you can imagine. And that's what we're doing right here at the Y'all Show. We appreciate all the great input and all the great listeners. And we appreciate the shares, not only by telling people. that Word of mouth is always the best way to spread the word about something cool. And we appreciate when you go to the beauty shop or 
if you go to a barber, if you if you're one of those guys, you know that listen to our show, and hey, we love you guys, we love you gals, too, we love you guys too. Got to be gender neutral here. Uh, but if you want to share, please share. Run your mouth. It's okay. Say, hey, there's this really cool show about the South. You might enjoy it. Hey, we need you to share via your your mouth, your your pipes. Be proud. Be proud you're a rebel because the South's going to do it again. And y'all's going to do it again. In fact, we do it every day, Monday through Friday, two hours a day, baby. But we also need you to share via the 21st century way. Go on social media. And when you see our, our link to our shows, please hit share. Go on iTunes and find us and like us and follow us or whatever the terminology is. Share, share, share. Not sunny and share. S-H-A-R-E, the correct way to say the word <laughs> and the correct way to spell the word. We need you to share that way in, in so many other ways. So thank you for listening, and we'll get right into the headlines. And we do have some serious stuff we want to get to on the Y'all Show, but there wasn't anything overwhelmingly newsworthy that we had to break in and, and cover gory details of news to start with. So I thought for the first time ever here in our briefing of Dixie, why don't we start out with something pretty dang funny? I haven't seen something this funny come out of Washington, D.C. in maybe since 2016 when Trump won the election. That You had to admit, that was kind of funny. Who would have ever thought that Donald Trump would be president of the United States? Well, if you voted for him, you, you hoped it would, but you still had to wonder, eh, probably not going to happen. Well, here is the funniest thing since November of 2016 that's come out of D.C., and we have to credit Springfield, Missouri's Billy Long for this. He is a congressman, and on Wednesday in Washington, they were having a hearing where the boss man at Twitter, Jack Dorsey, we were just talking about social media, he was giving some testimony before the House Energy and Commerce Committee, and a protester erupted, which happens fairly often. But, of course, this protester was mad about Trump and Lord knows whatever else was going on. Laura Loomer was her name. She's got 200,000 followers on Twitter. And she decided to interrupt the meeting on Capitol Hill. Well, Congressman Long decided to do something about it. And he went back to his skills and his professional career of being an auctioneer. <laughs> and we're going to play this for you. There's really no way to explain it unless you hear it. And it's even funnier if you see it. But enjoy this moment from Wednesday in Washington, D.C., Missouri's own Billy Long shouting down in his own way, Laura Loomer. Order. We'll have order in the hearing room or you'll be asked to leave. You'll, Ma'am, if you'll please take a seat or we'll have to have you, then you'll need to relieve. President Donald Trump, help us. Please help us, Mr. President, before it is too late. Because Jack Dorsey is trying to influence the election, huh? to sway the election. What's she saying? I can't understand her. What? Steal the election. That is why What's she's she? censoring and shadow banning. How about a day in 12 and a half, 15, 7 and a half, 20 dollars, 2 and a half, 5 and 7 and a half, 30. Hit 30 dollars down here, 2 and a half, 5, 35, 7 and a half, 40. Hit 40 dollars, 2 and a half, 5, 5, 45, 7 and a half, 50. Hit 50 dollars down here, 2 and a half, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5
What two and a half now? Five seventy five and seven and a half. Eighty dollar to five eighty five ninety. Eight hundred dollar and a ten 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 a quarter one to quarter one half and divide to two two and a quarter. It two and a half and divide three equal to bomb three hundred. It three and a quarter. Cut three and a quarter now half half three and a half and divide four hundred. Yeah, but four four and a quarter four and a half. We're selling the cell phone there four and a quarter four and a half. It four and a half four seventy five five hundred five five and a quarter five and a half. I yield back. <laughs> Somehow I think our auctioneer and resident's going to get tweeted about today. Uh, good stuff there. And that, again, the auctioneer you heard was not Leroy Van Dyke. It was Representative Billy Long from Missouri. He represents Joplin, Springfield. And more importantly, for all you diehard Southerners, he represents the Bass Pro Shop headquarters. <laughs> and that was from Wednesday on Capitol here, where he had a counter to Laura Loomer, who interrupted that meeting and he decided to use his skills from his old career of being an auctioneer. Now, Loomer was arguing Twitter is suppressing conservative speech on the platform in part through taking away the blue checkmark verification from a number of users. And that was one of the reasons she was getting rather loud and long stepped up and, and shut her down while she was being sent out the door, possibly with some kind of obstruction charge. But that that was something you I, I just love the creativity, and something tells me Billy Long's been holding that in his back pocket for a while. He's been waiting to show off his auctioning skills, and and he did it in D.C. Maybe he needs to auction off D.C. Now that would be a bargain if we can have someone literally auction off. Maybe we'll start with members of Congress. Hey, Cory Booker, going once, going twice. We'll move over to the White House. Donald Trump, one, two. Who's got the highest number? Uh, Okay. Lindsey Graham. I know a lot of people in South Carolina like to get rid of him. Some people, he's, he's getting a little bit better in some people's eyes. I guess he's got an election coming up. Let's see here. Who else in the South? The congressman from Memphis, Cohen. Cohen going once, twice, three times sold. I'm no auctioneer. Got to love what they do, though. What, what a talent when you can rattle off that stuff like Billy Long did on Wednesday. Now, more serious news. We'll start off first with Hurricane Florence. Yes, it is a tr it's been upgraded on Wednesday to a Category 4 storm in the Atlantic. And forecast models have it not really forecasted to go to Florida or even Georgia. One forecast map barely hits the Carolinas, but most of them have it turning northward. But with hurricanes, the predictability at this stage, pretty hard to do. Hurricane force winds extend outward up to 15 miles from the center of the storm, and it is packing a punch in the Atlantic right now. It is east of the northern Leeward Islands, and, and it is going to be moving slowly, and it is expected to continue to strengthen. Hurricane Florence in the Atlantic. More of a story for next week, perhaps, or through the weekend, but for right now, if you want to track Hurricanes, Florence is one you want to keep your eye on, and hopefully it will it will just go away. That is, that is the hope. Now, we do have one death from what's left over of Gordon, as Gordon came across Mississippi on Wednesday night and Thursday, and we had one death, and of all places, Pensacola, Florida, that we can report on at this point. Sadly, a two-year-old 
in Pensacola died when a tree fell on the trailer that she was in and she died as a result of that. So one death from a couple, you know, bad winds, gusts and such that happened in Escambia County in Florida on the Panhandle, even though this tropical storm, depression, whatever you want to call it, made landfall really more in Mississippi. That's just the effect of these kind of storms, those wind gusts. And I happened to be in that one that came through in 2017 in the Carolinas and Georgia, and it scared the living daylights out of me. And I was about five hours away from the ocean with all the wind and damage and trees coming down. I had to get up and leave the home that I was living in and go into a town and hang out for about four hours at a grocery store. Thank you, Ingalls, Cleveland, Georgia for being my home away from home for about six hours because I was scared. You know, hurricanes, you don't have to be on a coast for them to be scary. And I was scared, and I was on the edge of the mountains because of all the damage. In fact, during that storm that happened, what was that, late August, September of 2017? I've already forgotten the name. I tried to forget about it. It was expected to be a major, major storm, but it luckily wasn't. But boy, it did have a lot of wind damage and, and trees went down all over the North Georgia mountains and South Carolina's upstate and such. This one, maybe not as bad, but we're not done yet. We still got to get through September. We got to get through October. By the way, Gordon, now people are paying attention to its effects in places like the Boot Hill of Missouri because the rainfall from this, it's coming right at the time that crops are about to be harvested. It's cotton picking time in the south and although the crops may not be quite ready to pick if these cotton crops in the mississippi delta and arkansas and missouri delta and the west tennessee delta areas if they get flooded with lots of rainfall right before it's time to harvest cotton that's going to be a major problem and you you hate to harvest a crop in muddy conditions and that is what people are worried about right now and we'll just have to see how quickly this gets through the area but don't forget where this storm came in on the mississippi gulf coast gordon it it actually kind of went off in a direction that you don't often see storms normally when they come in on the gulf they either go straight north or kind of angle more northeast but this one's punch came from the southeast heading northwest and that is the brunt force that's going to hit Arkansas's Delta, all low-lying flat areas, the Delta of Mississippi, Arkansas, Missouri, and even portions of Tennessee, and any kind of rainfall is always very noticeable. But if it's going to be a, a storm like this, it's going to soak and soak and soak, especially with you got soybean fields all over the place and you got cotton fields all over the place in these areas. Farmers are really worried. We hope that it is as least damaging as it possibly can be. Immigration and Customs Enforcement and the Department of Justice have gotten an order for North Carolina to turn over eight years of voter registration records in North Carolina. The NC Board of Elections made the subpoena public as part of the materials for a public meeting it's holding on Friday this week where the request will be considered. According to reports, there's little context provided for the request, which is only listed by the board as consideration of subpoenas issued by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement via the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of North Carolina. The list of documents include voter registration forms, absentee balance, 
early voting application forms, and other items. So the government looking into voting in North Carolina, and this is a story in North Carolina has been going on. Yeah, they, they've been having issues in the old North State about lines. They've gone to court about drawing the lines for elections and such. I don't know what's going on other than the fact that you've got a strong liberal contingent in places like Charlotte and the Triad, but the state, at least in the in the rural areas, very conservative, and North Carolina's state government is dominated by Republicans. But they got a Democratic governor who's only there because of all the absolute embarrassment brought on by the bathroom deal <laughs> two years ago, and it led to the Republican getting kicked out and the Democrat Cooper got elected. So North Carolina, I end the news again for elections and politics and such. A member of the Little Rock Nine, remember the folks that helped integrate Little Rock Central High School back in the mid-1950s? Well, this member of the Little Rock Nine, Carlotta Walls Lanier, was invited to the SCOTUS confirmation hearing of Judge Kavanaugh. And she was invited by New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, who I think is probably running for president. I mean, he sure does pop up a lot. Well, Miss Lanier came to Washington this week, and it was 61 years ago that she was part of the group that integrated Little Rock Central after the Brown versus Board of Education decision came down from the Supreme Court of the United States, but she was there on hand during these confirmation proceedings for Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh, and she went all the way from Arkansas to Washington, D.C. to witness this confirmation hearing, and I guess to help emphasize the importance of picking Supreme Court justices. I think Kavanaugh would be a great pick. We'll see what happens. I don't expect him not to be chosen, but Perhaps Cory Booker in New Jersey thinks that having someone like her, a celebrity, come to D.C. and showcase, hey, you know, she's here, so maybe we shouldn't have Kavanaugh. I don't know what the thinking is, but she went. Hopefully she and Cory Booker had a good time. Maybe, he, you know, if he's going to take her to D.C., he ought to at least take her to supper somewhere. I'm sure he did, but just in case, Senator Booker, you need to be a, a northern gentleman and take one of our southern bells to dinner if, you, if you're going to. Have her come all the way to the frenzy of, of Washington, D.C. We're going to take a break here on the Y'all Show. We are going to come back and wrap up our headlines. Plus, later this hour, we're going to get you ready for a, an escape. You deserve it. It's been hot. We've got a place you can go cool down a little bit. The mountains. We'll tell you about the western North Carolina mountains as an option when we come back on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. 
<sighs> Moving expenses? <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick, Miss Lydia. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. She was a redneck beauty Love little Richard and sang tutti fruity Wanted her name and night She wore dresses tight We're back on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. And we're back at looking at what's going on across the land of cotton. And as we continue our headlines here on this Thursday edition of the program... In Atlanta, former Atlanta police officer James Burns, well, he had a murder charge against him renewed. And this follows a month ago when Fulton County DA Paul Howard dropped the original indictment against Burns. Prosecutors say Burns was responding to a suspicious person call in June of 2016 when he fired shots into a car driven by 22-year-old Dervay Kane Rogers, killing him. An investigation concluded the officer wasn't in danger when he opened fire and that he had no way to identify Rogers as the reported suspicious person. So again, James Burns, a former Atlanta police officer, a white man, now being indicted after a month ago, he was dropped, the charges against him dropped by the Atlantic District, the district attorney there in Fulton County, Georgia, now a jury, a grand jury, renewing these murder charges against him for the death of a black man in 2016. More bad news for the Catholic Church. Uh, this, This one just leaves you shaking your head. Two Catholic priests were caught having sex in a car in broad daylight in Miami Beach on Wednesday. Authorities in Miami Beach got a call about the two men performing sex acts in a car around 3.30 in the afternoon. 
And when police showed up, the windows of the car were not tinted, and our office and an officer was able to observe the act. In fact, to get their attention, he had to knock on the window. The priest told police they came from Chicago and Columbia, and they were both arrested for lewd and lascivious behavior in Miami Beach. And this happened near a children's playground, by the way. And according to the police, the entire incident was caught on a police body camera video. There's an, actually, there's a, movements going on all over the place. I don't want to get into it too much because I didn't really think it was that newsworthy. But I know in Atlanta, there's some kind of petition going on against the Catholic Church there, the Atlanta Diocese, about sexual activities and crimes and such that have happened. And this is a growing thing. I think this will maybe be the story of 2018. You, you had Me Too in the past. But the Catholic Church and the sins of the church, both by the people and the the church officials, including the Pope, who've kind of muted this stuff throughout time, I don't know how to explain it. No one can. But this could be kind of what Martin Luther did to help change the church 500 years ago. Perhaps this could be a new awakening in the Catholic faith because of all this nonsense. I don't see how anyone can defend this, and I don't see how anyone can defend the leaders of the church in their own ways and mysterious ways silencing this. But it's not going away, and unfortunately, some of this has happened in the South. Now, a lot of people outside of the South pick on us for being Baptist country. And for the most part, the South is very Baptist. <laughs> it really is. But Baptists aren't everywhere. And Baptists share most cities with other denominations. Protestant, Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, and more. But the Catholic Church, very strong, of course, in certain parts of our region. Louisiana, in Missouri, in some of the old cities like Charleston, Savannah, in South Florida and Texas, there, there are definitely pockets of our region where the Catholic Church is a major player. We hope that historically our part of the region, our part of the country, doesn't have as much as we've seen in other places, but I'm afraid it may. And these priests on Wednesday did not help in the effort to get this off the headlines for the Catholic Church. In Tennessee, the two people running for a governor right now are both going to be given protection from the state. A decision was made by Commissioner David Perkey of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security to offer that protection starting on September 1st. And both Carl Dean, the Democratic nominee, and Republican nominee Bill Lee have accepted the offer to have security details with them. Of course, you have it on the presidential side, but now to have Republican and Democratic nominees for governor in a state have to have protection. But these are crazy times we live in. And I guess Tennessee's being proactive in their effort to protect their gubernatorial nominees. Police in North Carolina say a husband and wife visiting their granddaughter's grave found a man's body lying nearby. 
This happened in High Point, North Carolina, and a news release of a caller calling a 911 dispatcher said the body was lying next to a mausoleum just inside the cemetery this week. Authorities identified the victim as 28-year-old Xavier D. Lucky of Thomasville, North Carolina, and that he had been shot at least once. But a gruesome discovery. You go to a cemetery to see a loved one and you find a, a recently killed person lying in this cemetery. Hey, good news in across the border from North Carolina in South Carolina. This is great news for the low country. In Ladson, just north of Charleston, they have a Mercedes-Benz plant that makes like Mercedes-Benz vans. And it's been expanding. It's been there for a number of years. But this expansion now, they're going to have even more vehicles made at the Ladson plant. And just this week, they've announced that Amazon, the online retailer, has ordered 20,000 new Mercedes-Benz delivery vans that will be made at the Ladson, South Carolina plant. So what a great boom for South Carolina and for the low country of South Carolina and for Ladson, who I didn't know Ladson was famous for anything except for the fair they have every fall, the Charleston Fair. Uh, there For anybody that lives in Charleston, that's where you go to go to your local fair is at the fairgrounds in Ladson. And so that that's great news. And just north of Ladson, not far, maybe 20 miles, they're building a Volvo plant right now up I-26. So good news if you're in the automotive industry in South Carolina with Mercedes-Benz expanding their plant and getting an order for 20,000 new delivery vans specifically for Amazon.com. Hey, how would you like Amazon to pull up at your house in a Mercedes-Benz? Well, that's what's going to happen. I'll take that. Now, just don't charge me extra for that prime rate because you got Mercedes. Maybe you should have gone more with the uh, Kia <laughs> Kia van. I don't even know if Kia makes vans. In Virginia, a homeowner in Sandston is tired of students coming onto his property while they're waiting for a nearby bus stop. So this homeowner decided to erect an electrified fence to ensure, well, the kids would get the message. The man told the local news station, they don't respect other people's land. I pick up trash every day. And this man named Brian Tucker decided to put up the electric fence, which is reportedly powered by a battery. I don't think it it can't be that strong. But, yeah, that's one way to combat kids littering on your property and such. And I, I assume it's legal. I don't know Virginia's laws. But he said the fence will help keep these kids off his property. Build a wall or build an electric fence. That's that's what this man did. Bad news if you're in the market for some good shine on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Officials say they've shut down a large moonshine operation in Kiln, which is Brett Favre's hometown. Agents with the Alcoholic Beverage Control Division in Mississippi are questioning someone, but they haven't made any arrests related to the Kiln steel. So it looks like they went in there and busted it up. They didn't have anybody red-handed they could catch. The agents found 20 barrels of fermenting mash, four 55-gallon drums of moonshine, and 75 more one-gallon jugs of moonshine. And inside a shed, officials found hundreds of pounds of raw materials, including corn and sugar. Now, this is near the coast, so I didn't realize that making moonshine would be a good thing to do in South Mississippi. I could see where you do it in the mountains and 
in the hills of North Mississippi, but in South Mississippi, I wouldn't want to be out there with copperheads running around and rattlesnakes, and maybe they have coral snakes in South Mississippi. Ooh, but these people are dedicated, and there's big business in moonshine. Maybe Brett Favre's in on it. Who knows? Now, Brett, I'm, I'm just kidding, Brett, 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 before you go call your lawyer. Just kidding. But uh, I bet you've had some shine in your time. I've had a sip. You know, drinking moonshine is legal. If you buy it legal, and it's it's in liquor stores, I didn't think it was that great. Maybe I didn't have enough of it. <laughs> we just told you about the man in Virginia trying to keep kids out of his property and littering on his property. Well, a man in Florida is using dead ducks to get drivers to slow down in his neighborhood. Marco Moreno says this is a way to force reckless drivers to get that speedometer down. Two deceased ducks were found hanging from a stop sign in his subdivision in Hialeah on Monday. He says he found the ducks dead on the side of the road on Saturday, apparently hit by a car, and he figured the act would force drivers to slow down. Hialeah police later removed the birds from the signs. But residents are now hoping the city can find a solution to the excessive speeding. I don't think you need to put dead ducks up there, okay? But that's just me. Lexington, Kentucky, how about a good story here? One person has had a book overdue for 50 years, but now the Tate's Creek branch of the Lexington Public Library has got that book back, and the book, and I want to check it out. Now that it's been 50 years out, I want to check it out. I want to be the next person to have it for 50 years. The book's called The United States in World War I, and the library received a package in the mail on Tuesday, and in it they got the book, and they got a note that said it was 50 years past due, checked out in 1968, and that the person who kept the book for so many years was very sorry. The note was signed Dale H., and the return address was from Georgia. Dale H. will not be facing any late fees, but if he did owe a fee for every day the book was overdue, it would be around $2,700. And luckily for him, the library has a $6.75 late fee cap. So Dale H., come on, fork over six seventy-five at least. You had the book for 50 years, and I wanted to see and read. I wanted to hold it in my hand. The United States in World War I. I actually like the Great War. I'm working on a project right now on the Great War. And we're about to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I. November 11th of 2018 marks the 100th anniversary of the end, the armistice. So, yeah, uh, you're, 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 you're getting in my grill, Dale Age, keeping that book for 50 years. Now, finally, we've got to get out of here and get to some more stuff in the y'all show. But this came across the wire, and I just, as a former resident of North Alabama, and, and I lived in Huntsville, they're going to get a baseball team again. They lost the Huntsville Stars to Biloxi, the team that had been in Huntsville for a long time in the in AA the Southern League, changed their name to the Biloxi Shuckers. Well, as happens often in minor league baseball, the Mobile Bay Bears are not going to be able to survive, and they're going to move to North Alabama, and in 2020, They'll be playing in a new ballpark in Madison, just outside of Huntsville, Alabama. Well, that future baseball team had a fan contest to name the new team's nickname. And here's is the new team. First of all, they already said, instead of going by Huntsville or Madison, 
the new team name will be Rocket City, the Rocket City blank. I say Rocket City Y'alls, but I want a royalty if they if they go for that. But it actually was announced Wednesday. The team will be called the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Yeah, I said it. Trash Pandas. And if you need a visual for that, I think a trash panda is a raccoon. Okay? But that is the choice of the new forthcoming team to North Alabama that will play in Madison County where Huntsville and Madison, a thriving suburb of Huntsville in 2020. Go Trash Pandas! <laughs> well, we're going to go all over the South. When we come back on the Y'all Show, it's our Dixie destination. We've got some Festive South events coming up this weekend and beyond, and we'll tell you a little bit about the Western North Carolina mountains and places you need to check out. That's right around the holler here on the Y'all Show. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 has arrived at Sprint. For a limited time, get the super-powerful new Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. It's the fastest Note ever, and you can get it on a network built for unlimited. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 is also perfect for gaming. Take your Fortnite skills to a new level with the largest battery ever seen in a Note. Along with a 6.4-inch edge-to-edge infinity screen and stereo speakers, Galaxy Note 9 also features a smarter camera and a mightier S Pen with remote control. Make the switch to Sprint right now and get the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. Plus, get annual upgrades with Galaxy Forever. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash Samsung, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Note 9, 2083 per month after 2084 per month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires new line and 18-month lease. Early termination results from remaining balance due. Upgrade after 12 lease payments. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes. Requires qualifying plans. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Beauty's biggest event is here. Ulta Beauty's 21 Days of Beauty. With new beauty steals every single day for 21 days. That's 50% off our most loved brands like Tarte and Anastasia. So come in today and tomorrow. And let's be real. With deals like these, you'll want to stop in every day. So hurry in. They go fast. 21 Days of Beauty ends September 22nd. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, entrepreneur and mom. When it comes to helping students succeed, I'm all in. And so is Staples. That's why I'm teaming up with Staples for Students and DonorsChoose.org, the charity that helps teachers bring learning to life. Join us by donating in-store or online at staplesforstudents.com. Your donation will help local teachers make a difference for their students because every kid deserves a great start this school year.
And we're back on the Y'all Show. We want to remind you in hour two of today's program, we're going to talk about SEC football in a big way. We'll preview this weekend's mammoth showdown at the cockpit as the South Carolina Gamecocks host the Georgia Bulldogs. Go, you hairy dogs, and go, Cox. Those two going off against each other in a great game. It'll be on CBS. We'll preview it. We'll hear from both head coach Kirby Smart of UGA and SC football coach Will Muschamp. Those two coming up in hour two, and we'll look around the S of the rest of the SEC and tell you about some cool games going on this weekend that you don't want to miss. But that's hour two. Right now on the program, hey, we know you want to go to football games now that it's September. We know you've got maybe plans to sneak away to somewhere you don't often go when, you know, fall comes. Perhaps you some schools have fall breaks. Even the little kids in kindergarten and elementary school have fall breaks of some type. It might only be two or three days, not a full week. But go ahead and do your planning. I want to tell you about Western North Carolina as a great option for that momentarily. But first, let me remind you of some great events going on across the South this weekend and next weekend. Yeah, you might be able to sneak away. Check it out. Georgetown, Kentucky's got the Festival of the Horse going on this weekend. Knoxville's got the Tennessee Valley Fair. Now, that is exciting there because they also have the Vols home opener this weekend against East Tennessee State University. Kenny Chesney U, as I like to call it. Go Bucks. Villa Rica, Georgia has the Gold Rush Festival going on this weekend. So that's what's happening this weekend. Now, fast forward to next weekend and a lot more options for you to choose from. Go to Pensacola Beach for the Taste of Pensacola Beach website, tasteofpensacolabeach.com. And assuming they don't have any more hurricanes and tropical storms coming through that area, that would be an awesome place to get away to next weekend, September 14th and 15th. Jekyll Island, another great place to sneak away to. The Jekyll Island Shrimp and Grits Festival. i got to look at my calendar. I think I know where I'm going to be next week. <laughs> That's going on on the coast of Georgia next weekend. JekyllIsland.com is the website to go to to learn more about that. And Atlanta, you can go to Japan Fest Atlanta, JapanFest.org. Where was I? I was somewhere in Alabama the other day, and I was like just at a nothing spectacular restaurant. Might have even been a chain like a maybe a – Ruby Tuesday or something like that. And a whole table full of Japanese business people were eating there. And I didn't hear them. They could have been talking like me and saying, hey, how you doing, Bubba? But, you know, I I guess stereotypically they probably were all speaking Japanese. But, yeah, Japanese are all over the place. They may be visiting. They may live here. But in Atlanta, they celebrate Japanese. And that's going on next weekend, September 15th and 16th, Japan Fest org in marietta they've got the marietta street fest going on next week a lot of atlanta area stuff going on in macon you got the oak mulgee indian celebration happening next week and finally you got in sewanee georgia and that is in what is that gwinnett county sewanee fest going on sewaneefest.com is the website for you to learn all about that event so plenty of good stuff going on in the Peach State next weekend, in addition to Pensacola, you got Knoxville this weekend. Just all kind of fun things. Now, North Carolina's getting a little jealous. We didn't mention any events coming up 
for festivals at least, and the old North State, well, they've got mountains. And boy, do they have great mountains in western North Carolina. And a website called styleblueprint.com, I found this article on there written by Melanie Hurt, and it's called The Best of Western North Carolina, An Ideal Mountain Getaway. And I encourage you to go check this out because, of course, North Carolina has the Great Smoky Mountains National Park as part of it and other national forests. And you've got Cashiers, which is only a two-hour drive from a place like Atlanta. And a lot of North Carolina, though mountainous, it's not too difficult to get to from major metro areas like Atlanta. I know, let's say, Greenville, South Carolina, it's very easy to get to west of Asheville from there. And, of course, if you're coming from the, the west, Knoxville has an interstate I-40 that gets you into western North Carolina quite easily. And the big tourist area of East Tennessee, Gatlinburg and Dollywood, well, that's only a 30-, 45-minute drive, and you're in Cherokee, North Carolina, which has the casino and a lot of other fun activities. But this article tells you about cashiers and the incredible scenery that you'll find. You've got the High Hampton in North Carolina that is something you just got to see. You've got, of course, Asheville has Biltmore, which I think is the largest home in the entire country, ties into the Vanderbilt family. And all that is in western North Carolina. Not the, Western North Carolina is a portion of a huge state. And, yeah, it's a massive feat to go from western North Carolina to the coast of North Carolina. But if you just stay in that third of the state and, and spend some time, you've got a lot of fun things to do before it gets the dead of winter. You can go to the Panthertown Valley Trail in Panthertown, North Carolina, which is in the Nantahala National Forest. And you also have Whiteside Mountain to go hiking in. And I have been to Boone before as a youngster, and that is a fun place to go. The old Tweetsie Railroad. I don't know if they still have that or not, but I assume they do. Lots of good food choices in North Carolina. You go to Asheville if you want to get into a city setting. But go over toward Waynesville. And you've got, of course, Maggie Valley is a fun place to go. Western North Carolina, put it on your map. Go to places like Silva and look out for the Jackson County Courthouse, which sits way up on a hill in this beautiful mountain town. Just make up your own agenda. Western North Carolina, fun place to go. The mountains, always a good option, especially when it's hot. But the leaves will be changing very soon if they haven't started already, and that makes that destination even more attractive for you. Go make your bookings now. If you're coming from the north, south, east, or west in the south, North Carolina's mountains, not all that too, not all that difficult to get to. I know if you're way out in Texas listening to us, you can fly southwest into Nashville, get a rental car. Southwest may even go into Knoxville. I know they go into the upstate of South Carolina some. So it's not hard to get there, and you have a great time. So that is our festive south and Dixie destination for this week. Western North Carolina, and then all those festivals in Georgia and Pensacola and beyond. Hey, just get out and explore our awesome, awesome region. We got football talk coming up next on the Y'all Show, but up after the break, we'll first talk about books. We've got some good ones for you to check out. And I do mean check out. Not 50 years later, though. Don't keep it for 50 years. That's coming up next on the Y'all Show with John Rawls. 
Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I'm as happy as a clam. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will be, quote, as happy as a clam, unquote. The GEICO legal team cannot accurately verify clams even experience the complex human emotional state known as happiness. As an invertebrate mollusk living half submerged on the ocean floor with no arms, legs, or wireless access, what's there to be happy about? A clam's all like, oh, I'm so happy I didn't get turned into New England clam chowder today. Pronounced regionally as chowder, chowder. Oh, that's so fun to say. What were we talking about again? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Plowing ahead on the Y'all Thursday edition. We're glad to have you back here with your host, John Rawl. This is Talk with a Southern Accent. Yeah, if you're flipping through the radio dial and you found us on one of our great affiliates in the Southland, make no mistake, we are Southern. And this is not a fake accent. This is not fake news. <laughs> this is Y'all. And, and we like our southern accent, but this name, this phrase is said for a reason. Yeah, we, we have a southern accent, but we also accent the south. We are proud of the south, and we put a southern spin when we are able to on all things southern. And we love our football. We've got plenty of SEC football ahead in just a few minutes. We'll preview that big South Carolina-Georgia game happening at Williams-Brice Stadium. Along the banks of the Congaree. That's heading your way this weekend on CBS. Yeah, South Carolina, Georgia, big game in the SEC will help determine the SEC East in 2018. So we'll talk about that. We'll hear from the head coaches of both the Chickens and the Pound Puppies. That's coming up in just a few. And of course, we'll look around the rest of the SEC. You know, that's not the only game in football this weekend. 
And I know you Auburn fans, you've got a big home game, home opener. Alabama's got a home opener this weekend. Let's see, Mississippi State's on the road. LSU's got their home opener and more. So we, we've just, we'll just have it all for you on the Y'all Show. Actually, there's another SEC versus SEC game going on this weekend as well on the eastern side, too, that we'll share some info on the Y'all Show coming up before we get out of here. And I want to remind you that on the Friday edition, you've got to tune in. Well, you should tune in anyway. It should be an afterthought. It, it, it should be like breathing. Breathe in, breathe out, listen to y'all. Breathe in, breathe out, listen to the y'all show. Well, on Fridays, as we premiered last week, it's the General Gridiron Show, and it is a part of the y'all show. You get you get two for one. What What a deal. It's almost like getting some kind of coupon or... As I have taught my young son the way it was taught to me when I first moved to Middle Tennessee in the 1990s, a man that lived there called them not coupons, but coupons. So, you know, this is like a coupon we give you here on the Y'all Show on Fridays with General Gridiron as part of our Hour One, where we look at all the college football games on Saturday, but we do it from not only a Southern perspective, but we do it from a humorous perspective. Yeah, we have fun previewing the big college football games on Saturday. And that's General Gridiron Field Marshal of Football Foretelling. And that'll be on the Friday, y'all. That's tomorrow. Don't miss it. Be square, be there. <laughs> okay, now let's get serious about books before we move into football. See, we, we got it all here. Football, books, we got cooking, we talk music, we talk politics, we talk about uh, we talked about canning the other day. I, I told somebody recently, and they said, what, what's your show about? And I said, well, we talk about Southern things, news, sports, politics. But, you know, we we try to do some of the things you don't think about every day that make for a good conversation, like canning. And I wasn't sure if the person even knew what I was talking about. He goes, well, funny you should mention that. Uh, uh, about two months ago, I, I had all these, I think it was pickles. Or cucumbers or something. I've already forgotten what the actual item was, but out of boredom, and that's kind of what I think most people who can, they've just got to have boring lives at times. But we love you, and don't write me hate mail for this. But, yeah, they, they took time out to can one afternoon, and so they knew exactly what I was talking about when I mentioned canning. But in addition to learning about how to can your favorite preservatives, and and have that pickled peach or pickled okra four years down the road. Well, you can always pick up a really good fresh book. And we have books front and center on the Y'all Show when we're able to, and what we call Buy the Book. B-U-Y. Buy the Book. And the General has a few selections for you to check out. Now, I've been pulling information for this feature from all over the World Wide Web. The interweb has been my buddy when I've been trying to do this because I've been a magazine publisher. I had Y'all Magazine. I'm very proud of that accomplishment. We put out 30 issues of a regional magazine over the course of seven years. 
we weren't able to keep going because it cost so much dang money to print a magazine. Would love to find a way to keep it going. If you know a way, I'm all ears, buddy. But one of the perks of having a regional magazine was we got inundated with all kind of books. People wanting us to feature authors, feature books and such. So I didn't really have to go looking for books. They came looking for me. So my office between 2003 and 2010 had multiple deliveries of books just about every day. <laughs> and, and that may sound fun, but most books that we received were total nonsense. A lot of them were very academic type books written from university presses and stuff that were, I guess, what professors needed to, to kind of do to maintain their status with the university. Not exactly the kind of book that would be a national sensation, but some were really good. And man, we got some really good picture books from time to time. Those were always my favorite. That way I didn't really like to read them. I just flip through, look at the pages. But we had some really good books through the years. And sadly, the great thing about books is it's really neat to look at them, but then they take up space and they're usually pretty heavy after a while if you have a bunch. So we had to end up giving away almost every single one of our books when we kind of shut down the printed magazine. We still have y'all.com and want to do more, but for the y'all magazine, printed magazine, there was no reason to keep a big office like we had. And so I decided to donate all of our books that were given to us, maybe 2,000 books, I'm guessing. We donated to the local library. And I think those son of a guns actually sold them. They didn't, like, put them in their archives. They sold them and used them as a fundraiser. I probably wouldn't have given it to them if I'd have known that. <laughs> but I guess librarians have to have money, too. So I tell you all this to let you know that during my time with the magazine, with all these books coming in, we got to know all these university presses, and they got to send us their propaganda of all the books that were coming out. Well, I haven't received any of these book companies catalogs in a while because I guess they kind of forgot about me. Don't need you, John Raw. You're out of here. We're not going to waste 50 cents sending you our catalog every year or however often these regional printers put out books, okay? But I went to my post office box that I still maintain in Oxford, Mississippi, which is the home of Y'all Magazine, and I went there over the weekend and checked my mail, and lo and behold, I had a nice brochure from a university press that I never dealt with during the days of the printed magazine. It's Mercer University Press out of Macon, Georgia. And I like Mercer. They're a Southern Conference school. I'll tell you who the Bears are going to be playing in football this weekend. They weren't very successful in week one. They got trounced by the Memphis Tigers. But they have a better chance this week. I'll try to remember to tell you about football Mercer before before we get out of here. But let's talk about Mercer's books. Okay, so they have their own press at Mercer University, and they put out some great products. And I don't have time to tell you about all the good stuff, but I'm going to tell you the titles, and you can go look it up for yourself. If you, if you want to read more and buy these books, we encourage you to do that from Mercer University. They have the press website is mupress.org. And you can go online. But most of this stuff you can get off of the Internet, off of Amazon.com and more. Some of the books that they put out uh, during the summer include 
Wild Birds, A Pictorial History of Southern Quail Hunting. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we got some bird hunters. How about a book about wild birds? Yeah. Here's another one that's appropriate for this time of year with all of the madness of our national anthem being in the news for the National Football League. Joseph L. Price wrote a book called Perfect Pitch, the National Anthem for the National Pastime. And that came out this summer on Mercer University Press. Also, you had a book called Dixie Luck from Andy Plattner. And that came out during the summer as well. Looking over some of their older titles that interest me because I'm a Civil War buff. CSA, CSA. Yeah, they had the book come out called Combat Chaplain, The Life and Civil War Experiences of Reverend James H. McNeely. Now, that's a different kind of Civil War book that came out. Also, Georgia's Civil War, Conflict on the Home Front, and another book called The Strange Journey of the Confederate Constitution, and other stories from Georgia's historical past. Now, those are books that came out several months back. Now, I just got in the mail this book from Mercer University Press that is something worth checking out. It's from author Raymond L. Atkins, who teaches English at Georgia Northwestern Technical College and Creative Writing at Reinhardt University in Canton, or just outside of Canton, Georgia. And the book is called Set List. And it is it begins in 1970 when Blanchard Shankles and John Covey come together and start making music in a rock and roll band named Sky. And this is a fictional book where the two young men from Sequoia, Georgia, with limited prospects and big dreams, were joining their quest for fame and fortune by their friends and went out on a musical journey. So if you want to check out a book that's about music and maybe some good southern rock, Raymond Atkins' novel Set List. It's also available on ebook. And I've got this book right here in my hand. It looks like a great read. Check it out from Mercer University Press. Now some other books that have just come out on the, the press that we want to tell you about. Another music-related book, From Macon to Jacksonville. In-depth interviews from stars from the heyday of Southern Rock. And this is from Michael Buffalo Smith. And I am interested in that. And that's one thing I just don't know enough about is those heydays of the 70s with Southern Rock. And, of course, Mercer being based in Macon is also where Capricorn Records was created. And Capricorn, of course, had so many great Southern Rock acts and so from Macon to Jacksonville, more conversations in Southern Rock from Michael Buffalo Smith. Certainly something you should check out. A essays memoir book that's just come out from Sam Pickering, Parades End. That's available right now. And this is from a Nashville native, Sam Pickering. Also, you have a book called Another Five Big Mountains and Treks, A Regular Guy's Guide to Climbing right Mount Rainier, Everest Base Camp, Mount Fuji, and Cho Oyo. I have no idea where that is. I don't intend to climb it. But this man from Atlanta, Georgia, David N. Schaefer, he's written all about it so we can live vicariously through Mr. Schaefer in another five big mountains and treks. If it's got a book called Another Five Mountains, well, I assume he penned the prequel, which about the other five, another five mountains he's climbed. I think... I think if you're in Georgia, and if you were me, just climbing Stone Mountain might be enough for a book. 
that would be a feat for me to get up that mountain right now. Here's a book that's actually being re-released. It's the 10th anniversary edition of 10 Men You Meet in the Huddle from former Georgia Tech football player and Alabama football coach and Kentucky football coach and Georgia State football coach, Bill Curry. Yeah, 10th anniversary edition of this book, pro appropriate for football. And you can order that now in its re-release. It's also available as an e-book. And as the propaganda for this says, no sport rivals football for building character. In the scorching heat of two-a-days and the fierce combat of the gridiron, true leaders are born. Just ask Bill Curry, whose credentials for exploring the relationship between football and leadership include two Super Bowl rings and the distinction of having snapped footballs to Bart Starr and Johnny Unitas. Bill Curry. I, I forgot that he was an author. You know, he used to be on television as an analyst in college football. Really good job he, that he did before he decided to get back into coaching. And he was a pretty good coach. I mean, for Alabama, he got him to a Sugar Bowl, but that wasn't enough. He, he decided to abandon Tuscaloosa and go to Lexington, Kentucky to try to do good things for the bluegrass. That didn't work out all that great, but still a great man, and and uh, I have to check that book out. Finally, this book won't be out till November, but I want to tell you about it. It's from uh, another offering from Mercer University Press. It's from Georgia Boy. Now, if I tell you where he's from, you'll know instantly who we're talking about. And this is a guy who's had books, but this is really... This is more up my alley, okay? This is a book of paintings, okay? And it's from a guy whose hometown and where he kind of sort of still lives, Plains, Georgia. <laughs> Jimmy Carter, the 39th president of the United States. And he has been a painter. And these select paintings are in this book called The Paintings of Jimmy Carter. And he took up painting after his time in the White House and using his home woodworking shop as a studio. The former president has produced more than 100 works capturing the landscapes and people of his beloved Plains, Georgia, and other places that he's traveled to with his work with the Carter Center. And the book has all of these great selections that he's done, 50 of his favorite paintings, and the works are accompanied by his own written narrative. Jimmy Carter... That would be a great stocking stuffer. Even even if you don't like Jimmy Carter, the president, during the late 70s was he, when he was in the White House, maybe considered one of the worst presidents we've ever had, the man, you can't help but salute what he's done. I, I just saw him the other day. At, he's in his early 90s, and he was just sweating his butt off somewhere. I think he was in maybe in Indiana building a home. Habitat for Humanity is his project he's very much involved with the 2002 nobel peace prize winner jimmy carter and the book the paintings of jimmy carter all this out on mercer university press again the website you can go to and look at all the offerings this press has is mupress.org doing a great job in central georgia with award-winning books and just so much to offer and we'll we'll give all the other presses that, that send us propaganda we'll give them some love on the y'all show they just gotta 
they just got to spend 50 cents and send me their catalog or send me some samples of their books and we'll be happy to to give them some love here on the program. Hey, I mentioned the Mercer Bears, the football team for Mercer University. This weekend, they try to get on the winning side of the ledger when they welcome in the Jacksonville Dolphins to Five Star Stadium in Macon, Georgia. And Mercer and the Dolphins, not Miami, but the Jacksonville Dolphins, playing at a great stadium. Mercer revived their football program about six years ago and joined the Southern Conference. And they face off against teams like, well, they face off against eh, Sanford Bulldogs. Ever heard of them? They face off against ETSU, Chattanooga, Furman, Wofford, and, of course, the greatest team in all of college football, the Citadel Bulldogs. Yeah, and they play the Citadel, I think, September 22nd. But this weekend, it's Jacksonville coming into New Way Wiener country. Yeah, look that up sometime. I got introduced to New Way Wieners by my late friend from Macon, Georgia, Colonel Tom Porter. Yeah, a great place. And you can only find it in the Macon Warner Robins area of Georgia. At least that's the way it was, and maybe that's still the case. New NU, New Way Wieners. You know you're from central Georgia if, if you understand the code of which I'm talking right now. We got to put this book talk on hold. When we come back, we're going to be talking about pigskins. Yeah, it is time for some SEC football in a big way. And when we come back, we'll preview the South Carolina Georgia duel in Dixie. That's coming up Saturday on CBS. We'll tell you about it after the break. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick. 
Miss Lydia. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Go Carolina! From the mighty sound of the southeast, the Carolina band from the University of South Carolina. They hope to be playing that song a good bit on Saturday as the Gamecocks welcome in the Georgia Bulldogs. The hated foe from Athens comes across the Savannah River to Columbia, and it's a big game. Welcome back to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent, your host, John Rawl, and we're going to talk SEC football. Hope you don't mind. Can we talk SEC football for a little bit? Okay, thanks. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> now, we're going to talk some SEC football big time. We've got this big game here, and we'll go to a little pause for the calls after we preview this game, and then we'll rattle through all of the other SEC games before we close up for the day. How How's that sound? Okay. So we've got all that for you. And we want to remind you, if you're an SEC hater, endure this last few minutes of the show because tomorrow we're going to have General Gridiron. And I promise you, he'll probably be talking about your favorite school and giving his prediction on what's going to happen on College Football Saturday. Okay? General Gridiron on the Friday, y'all. Don't miss it. South Carolina. Georgia. These are two teams that know each other. They've played each other for a long time, even before the Gamecocks joined the SEC. This was always a big game when they when they played. They didn't play every year. But usually South Carolina and Georgia never went more than three or four years, maybe five years without playing each other. And it was it was a big deal for South Carolina for sure. Now Georgia South Carolina's not that big of a deal. But lose to them, it's a big deal. It's an embarrassing deal. But it's not as embarrassing as getting beat by Vanderbilt, which has happened a lot for Georgia, actually. But, yeah, they almost got beat by Nickel State three years ago. But they did. But, yeah, Georgia doesn't want to lose to South Carolina. There's a sense of arrogance for Georgia when, when they get compared to South Carolina. But these two teams, they share recruiting territories. Columbia and Athens aren't but about three hours apart from each other. They're they're the Gamecocks' closest SEC rival by far. So there there's a, a lot of reason why this is a big game. South Carolina's number one rival is Clemson. Georgia is no doubt number two. Clemson ain't in the SEC. So this is the Gamecocks' major SEC rival. So you got a lot at stake. Now couple that with a resurging Gamecock football team. And we've got to congratulate Will Muschamp's Gamecocks. They entered the AP Top 25 this week at number 24. They shellacked Coastal Carolina in week one. They've got a junior quarterback in Jake Bentley who's looking very good. And how will he match up versus the guy on the other sideline, Jake Fromm? I think 
I think things are looking real good for the Gamecocks in this game. You'll have to tune in to the Friday edition to see exactly who's going to win this game when General Gridiron has his battle plan and he lays it all out for everybody. This is this this is a one to watch. That's why it's on CBS. This game's going to be the prime game in the SEC. It's going to be a 3.30 Columbia time kickoff at Williams-Brice Stadium between number three, Georgia, number 24, South Carolina. Now, we couple all that excitement and decent football teams with the fact that the head coaches are old friends, old teammates. At one time, Kirby Smart lived with a young Will Muschamp and his wife in Valdosta, Georgia, when they were both staffers at Valdosta State. Go Blazers! Muschamp took off, I think, to go to LSU. Smart stuck around and got elevated to become a defensive coordinator, I believe. And so that is the this kind of history between these two, both being from the defensive side of the ball. They both played with Jim Donnan in Athens back in the 90s. And, and now these old friends ended up becoming head coaches. They've come from the Nick Saban tree and their lineage of coaching. A lot in common. I think Will Muschamp's probably a little bit more exciting guy simply based on his press conferences and his demeanor. And he doesn't wear that little goofy visor like Kirby Smart does. Somebody needs to get that guy a real baseball hat and make him wear that instead of that goofy visor. I don't understand the purpose of visors anyway. If you want to protect your head, you know, put a hat on, not a visor. You'll get skin cancer on the top of your head, for goodness sake. Might as well not have anything on there. But, yeah, Muschamp, he's, he's, he's doing better than expected in Columbia thus far. He went from three wins to six wins to nine wins. Some people think he might even get to 12 this year. Now, that would be quite a surprise. Well, he ain't going to get to 12 unless he can knock off the dogs, his alma mater, this weekend. We're going to go now and hear from these two coaches, these two old friends. They both had press conferences leading up to the big game and we'll go back to earlier in the week where they had their individual press conferences. Let's hear first from the visitor. Let's go to Athens and the University of Georgia campus where we hear from Georgia football coach Kirby Smart. Tempo is in every offense in America now, so for it to be involved in it, I think it's the way of the world. If you can create an advantage by going up tempo and you have the kind of quarterback he has who can lead and coach on the field and do the things he does, I certainly think it's a it's a big advantage. And I think you see a lot of teams out there. I think the key is can you go up tempo and still run the ball, which they can. And that's the key to going up tempo because up tempo does nothing if you're three and out. And I think he'd be the first to tell you that. Uh, and that's why they've been able to speed things up because they've got a quarterback that can make good decisions with the ball in his hands, and he makes them right a lot of times. Coach Kirby Smart of the Georgia Bulldogs talking about his team getting ready to take on the South Carolina Gamecocks on Saturday. Now let's flip the script. We're going to hear now from Will Muschamp, the skipper of the South Carolina Gamecocks, as he welcomes in Georgia. Now the last time these two teams played in Columbia – it actually was a game that got postponed from a Saturday to a Sunday as there was a hurricane. I think it was a hurricane. Could have been a downgraded to a tropical storm, but it wasn't as bad as expected, but it did delay the game by day. So it was played in a pretty empty williams Bryce Stadium. They didn't have enough 
police protection and stuff to, to really do a good job. So Georgia, I remember the story, Georgia had to stay at like a center in Columbia that law enforcement officials use as like a hotel when they come for training. It wasn't a five-star hotel Georgia stayed in when they made the short trip over to Columbia. So, yeah, just a, a weird set of circumstances. Don't think that's going to happen this weekend when these two get together on Saturday. But it's it's going to be something worth remembering, especially if South Carolina can somehow pull the upset. Let's hear what Coach Muschamp has to say about facing off against his alma mater. Well, they have good players. That's, that's the starting block is, you know, you, you look at guys and who, who are we going to have a hard time blocking? You know, who can we – who can we win against in coverage? Um, and then schematically, they do a really good job of taking away the things you probably do well. You know, you're going to have to play a little left-handed at times to be able to get some plays versus them, to figure out how you can create some explosive plays, how you can challenge them vertically down the field. Um, so I think it, you know, it all starts with players. You know, they got really good players. They've recruited extremely well. But then it goes from the coaching schematically, the development part of it, uh, that, that they do a really good job. Well, you've coached against Georgia a few times now during your career. The first time it happened, was it hard for you to kind of separate yourself emotionally from your alma mater and uh, look at them as the enemy? And as the years go by, does it get easier for you to do that? Um, yeah, I think, you know, it was 1995. I was a graduate assistant at Auburn. Uh, we played in Athens. And uh, it was a little different there just because I knew a lot of the players. That was right after I'd finished playing in 1994. But, you know, the more you move forward, your loyalties reside who's writing that check. You know, so I'm a Gamecock. Gamecock football coach Will Muschamp talking earlier this week at his press conference, getting everybody set for Georgia versus South Carolina, a big SEC East duel taking place this weekend in the Palmetto State. And all eyes will be on CBS Saturday afternoon to see which one of these teams jump out of the gate early in the SEC East race and a lot of people have predicted South Carolina may be the only team capable of chasing Georgia to Atlanta this year. And if they can, if they can pull this upset, I think, I think, I think they can do it. Now, the funny thing is, I think it's been, it's either been four, but maybe five years in a row, South Carolina's lost to Kentucky. Yeah, so it, they might be able to beat Georgia, but it's Kentucky. South Carolina has circled as a team they just got to beat in 2018 but we appreciate the audio from both kirby smart and will muschamp on this thursday edition of y'all where we love to talk sec football we're not done talking about sec football when we come back you know there's more than just south carolina georgia going on this weekend we're going to tell you about mississippi state hitting the road to yankee land we've got another sec battle between kentucky and florida going on this weekend you've got at least in modern memory, the first time I can remember East Tennessee State from Johnson City traveling down a short distance to Knoxville to take on Tennessee in the Vols home opener along the Tennessee River. Plus, a huge game at Kyle Field. Number two, Clemson travels to Texas A&M. We'll tell you about all these matchups and whatever two cents I've got to throw out there about them. That's up next as we wrap up today's y'all with the General John Raw. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 has arrived at Sprint. For a limited time, get the super-powerful new Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. 
It's the fastest Note ever, and you can get it on a network built for Unlimited. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 is also perfect for gaming. Take your Fortnite skills to a new level with the largest battery ever seen in a Note. Along with a 6.4-inch edge-to-edge Infinity screen and stereo speakers, Galaxy Note 9 also features a smarter camera and a mightier S Pen with remote control. Make the switch to Sprint right now and get the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. Plus, get annual upgrades with Galaxy Forever. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash Samsung, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Note 9, 2083 per month after 2084 per month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires new line and 18-month lease. Early termination results and remaining balance due. Upgrade after 12 lease payments. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes. Requires qualifying plans. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Beauty's biggest event is here. Ulta Beauty's 21 Days of Beauty. With new beauty steals every single day for 21 days. That's 50% off our most loved brands like Tarte and Anastasia. So come in today and tomorrow. And let's be real. With deals like these, you'll want to stop in every day. So hurry in. They go fast. 21 Days of Beauty ends September 22nd. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, entrepreneur and mom. When it comes to helping students succeed, I'm all in. And so is Staples. That's why I'm teaming up with Staples for Students and DonorsChoose.org, the charity that helps teachers bring learning to life. Join us by donating in store or online at staplesforstudents.com. Your donation will help local teachers make a difference for their students because every kid deserves a great start this school year. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Four good tunes from the SEC's marching bands, that from the University of Tennessee. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl, where we talk SEC football and more. Talk with a Southern accent. That's what we do here at Y'all. 803-816-1170 is the number you can call to call or text us any old time. You feel like it, and we really want to hear you. We want to hear you loud and proud with Comments, suggestions, praise, criticism, we'll take it. We're, we're big people here. We, we can take it here on the Y'all Show. Well, the Tennessee Vols fans love that song there, but they don't love the news coming from Rocky Top as once again, Brandon Kennedy is in the news for, for really bad reasons. He suffered a torn anterior crucial 
ligament in his right knee in practice this week, and he's going to miss the remainder of the Vols season. Coach Jeremy Pruitt told reporters this following yesterday's practice in Knoxville. Pruitt said Kennedy was standing on his feet when the injury occurred and nobody rolled up into him. The starting center transferred from Alabama. He's still got another year of eligibility remaining. But Brandon Kennedy going to miss the entire season with a leg injury after a bad injury for the Vols in practice. Now, looking at the AP Top 25 that came out this week, we had that weird Monday game, so things got delayed a little bit. From an SEC perspective, of course, Alabama's number one, but they're not getting all the votes. Clemson's got 12 votes for the number one spot, but Clemson does come in number two in the poll. The Georgia Dogs are number three in the AP Top 25. Auburn checks in at number seven after a big win over Washington in the opening weekend. LSU is at number 11. They had maybe the most impressive win by an SEC team over the weekend. Another SEC checking in to the top 20 is Mississippi State. They're at 18. And as we said in the earlier segment, the Gamecocks, number 24 in the AP poll that's just out. And the Florida Gators at number 25. Those are your SEC teams in the top 25 entering weekend number two of college football. Now, Speaking of weekend two of college football, what is going on this weekend? Well, in the early games, Mississippi State has a trap game. I'm going to go ahead and call it this. Mississippi State, we just said, was in the top 20. Joe Moorhead's got people fired up in Starkville. Well, they haven't been that bad. And under Dan Mullen, this was a good program. This is a program that's been to a bowl game for a couple years in a row now. And that's just unheard of for Mississippi State fans prior to Dan Mullen coming. So he he's really he really put the Bulldog program on a whole nother level. Not a national championship level, but a very good level. And that's kudos to him. The guy deserves to be the head coach at the Florida Gators. We'll see how good he is in Gainesville as this season progresses. But but in Starkville, they ought to rename stadiums after Dan Mullen, frankly. He did such a good job. He had that program at number one three or four years ago for several weeks. Mississippi State, number one, they, they fell apart at the end, as we remember, even losing to Georgia Tech in the Orange Bowl. Big time. But Mississippi State goes to Kansas State. Now, this is a trap game. We saw last week in Kansas State barely beat South Dakota. They had to go to overtime to beat that FCS foe. And Bill Snyder, God bless him, 78 years old, leading the K-Staters. And this is an early game. It's at Bill Snyder Family Stadium in Little Apple, Manhattan, Kansas. I don't think Mississippi State's going to have a large contingent of fans there. I just, I think Mississippi State better be watching out for an upset. I just see it coming. It's going to be a tough game. You may not think so with Mississippi State being in the top 20, but that's 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 going to be one to watch. It'll be on ESPN, Mississippi State, Kansas State. Good SEC Big 12 battle there. The Wolf Space Pack, Colin Kaepernick U. They're going to be taking on the Vanderbilt Commodores at Vanderbilt Stadium. That's an early kick on the SEC Network Saturday morning. Don't know much about Nevada since Colin Kaepernick. I remember he got a lot of traction for the Wolf Pack when he was there in Reno, skippering them around 
10 years ago or so. But uh, Nevada probably won't be able to do much in Music City against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, impressive in week one. They knocked off MTSU in convincing form in the second half. And MTSU had everything to gain from that. And they just, maybe Vanderbilt's just a better team. They got a, a seasoned quarterback under center for the doors. And Vanderbilt, again, hosting Nevada. That's an early game Saturday, 11 o'clock Nashville time. Alabama's got their home opener at Bryant-Denny as Arkansas State comes to town. A lot of people in Alabama criticizing this cupcake matchup, but uh, they, that's, that's the way the rules are written. And Arkansas State comes in. Now, remember, I don't think they won it last year, but Arkansas State won the Sun Belt Conference for a couple years in a row. So go ask LSU what it's like to play a Sun Belt team at home. They probably will fight you because LSU lost to Troy last year. <laughs> the Mississippi Land Sharks, they've got their home opener. It's the Salukis from Carbondale, Illinois, come down southern Illinois, and the Land Sharks will be swimming together in the mid-afternoon hours at Vault Hemingway Stadium in a game televised on the SEC Network. The Vols have ETSU. Now, Phil Fulmer who's now the athletic director again at Tennessee and former football coach. Well, he actually, four or five years ago, took a job helping rebirth ETSU football. It had been dormant for about 12 years, and he came along and kind of maybe just been a celebrity leading the effort there in Johnson City, but really helped East Tennessee State get a football team back, get a stadium built. And and now he's forgotten about that because he's back at his alma mater as the AD. And a guy that was a Tennessee coach for a long time for Phil Fulmer, Randy Sanders, who I think also played at Tennessee, is the head coach of the ETSU Bucks. And Coach Sanders brings his team to Knoxville for this big game at Needland Stadium East East TSU still kind of getting the program together. I don't think it's going to be much of a game, but a good story there as Kenny Chesney's alma mater plays his favorite college football team. I hope Kenny Chesney will be in attendance, and he better be wearing some blue and gold for ETSU or else they should revoke his diploma. Clemson's at Texas A&M, Clemson number two. This is a big game at Kyle Field. It'll be on ESPN Saturday night. I think Texas A&M has a very good chance to pull the upset. I don't know if Clemson knows what they got coming. They went to Texas A&M back in the early 2000s and got shellacked. It was like a three-touchdown loss to Texas A&M. I know Tommy Bowden might have been the coach at that time, but Clemson at number two, they've got a trap game of their own in East Texas at Kyle Field. Now, LSU's got southeastern Louisiana heading down the interstate from nearby Hammond. And that's going to be a 6 o'clock kickoff from Death Valley along the banks of the Mississippi. And that will be going on as LSU again, number 11 in the country. An intriguing conference matchup, uh, a non-conference matchup rather, between Missouri and Wyoming taking place at Faroe Field in Columbia as the Tigers and the Cowboys have a really good game. I, I think this will be fun to watch because you don't often see Wyoming coming this part to this part of the world See how they do against some SEC football talent. 
The Auburn Tigers have from nearby Montgomery, Alabama State, the Hornets coming over for a 6.30 kick Auburn time at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And the Colorado State Rams, they host in Fort Collins the Arkansas Razorbacks. And Coach Bobo, what a great feat to get an SEC team to come all the way out there. And I think Colorado State plays Florida next week, if I'm not mistaken. So they come to SEC country. I think it's Florida they play next week. I, I could be wrong, but that that's a, a good matchup to watch out for on the CBS Sports Network, the Hogs and the Rams. And finally, for 31 straight years, the Florida Gators have defeated the Kentucky Wildcats on the gridiron. Will that change? Well, tune in, 7.30, and you'll find out Saturday night if the Gators will fall to the Cats for the first time since the late 1980s. Will it be 32 years straight at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium? The Gators and the Cats. Dan Mullins got his SEC opener, being the skipper of the Florida Gators. And Coach Stoops' Kentucky Wildcats, which came oh so close. I think it was two years ago they should have won in Gainesville. And last year... It wasn't close, but they should have won in Lexington, but they but they didn't. They were the better team, and they lost to Florida. But this year, that's a streak that they want to put behind them. But they they got to start with one. They got to win one, and they haven't done it since George Bush was in the White House. Maybe since Reagan. It was somewhere around 87, 88, the last time Kentucky knocked off the Gators. And this has been a series that's been played every year. They hadn't skipped. They play every year. Absolutely embarrassing that Kentucky could have lost that many times to, to one opponent. But they have. And that is the Y'all Show for this Thursday as we wrap up our SEC talk. want to thank you for listening. We'll be back right here, same time, same station tomorrow to wrap up the week. We've enjoyed bringing you this all-Dixie talk. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm John Rawls signing off. Have a good one. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. 
As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. I'm as happy as a clam. Disclaimer, Geico cannot guarantee you will be, quote, as happy as a clam, unquote. The Geico legal team cannot accurately verify clams even experience the complex human emotional state known as happiness. As an invertebrate mollusk living half submerged on the ocean floor with no arms, legs, or wireless access, what's there to be happy about? A clam's all like, oh, I'm so happy I didn't get turned into New England clam chowder today. Pronounced regionally as chowder, chowder. Oh, that's so fun to say. What were we talking about again? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.